Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Colombo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. The monks here are so happy to get to spend time with you now. Have you ever made plans to do something and your plans didn't work out like you hoped? Maybe we planned on taking a trip and then the trip had to get cancelled. Or maybe we planned to call and talk to one of our friends, but we couldn't get a hold of them. Or how about when we planned to make something, but then we realize that we don't have everything we need to make it. You know, there's nothing wrong with making plans, but our plans don't always work out, do they? Sometimes, people even make plans that stretch out for a long time, like Maybe we plan on getting a certain kind of job or attending a certain university. If we don't remember that our plans don't always work out, then we can be really sad and disappointed when we don't get to do the things that we hoped for. Sometimes people make long-term plans like this, but then they even die before they do what they hope to do. Today, we're going to learn about a man who lived in the time of the Supreme Buddha who made those kinds of plans that didn't work out. But fortunately for him, he got to meet the Supreme Buddha and change his plans to something even better. We'll also recite the Marana Sati verses, so get your chanting book ready or click on the show notes link to download a copy or read online. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Before we take the five precepts, we should think back about any precept that we may have broken since we took them the last time. It's good if we can tell our parents if we have. That way, they can help us figure out how to not break the precepts in the future. But even if we feel too shy to do that, we can still make the decision right now not to break those precepts again. So, think for a moment if you've broken any precepts, and then we'll take them again together. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato. Samma sambuddhase. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato. Samma sambuddhase. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhase buddhang saranang gacchami dhammang saranang gacchami sanghang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gacchami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gacchami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang Gachami Tatiampi Dhammang Saranang 
गच्छामि ंगीलिंगीस I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing I observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct I observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies I observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem i observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa homage to the blessed one the worthy one the supremely enlightened one dear meritorious listeners and dear children Today I'm going to teach you an interesting dhamma point this is about recollecting death thinking that some day we are going to die and how it uh, helps us uh, to be heedful heedfulness is something that we need to understand dhamma quickly First I'll tell you a story in that story you will understand at the end of the story how important it is to think about death sometimes people don't want to think about death because they think that it is something uh, we that we should not think about uh, because it gives us sorrow when we think about death and being departed 
separated from our loved ones. Now, back in the Buddha's time, there was a merchant. That merchant was living far away from where the Buddha was. Now, the Buddha was living in Savatthi. This merchant, this business person, this businessman, he thought of bringing his business to Savatthi. So what he did was that now he had a family, a wife and a couple of children. He spoke to them, uh, said goodbye and came to Savatthi, the city of Savatthi. He was a really wealthy person. He was very rich. So he came to Savatthi. Once he, when, when he was in Savatthi, he started doing business. And he thought, now, what happened was that the next day, uh, there came a big pouring rain. And the river overflowed. And it was not possible for him to cross the river again. Now, he had to cross the river to go back home. But it was not possible because the the amount of water is too much. It, it was not easy uh, for him to travel across the waters. So what he thought, something like this, he thought, and now there's nothing for me to do. I mean, I can't go back home. I think I should uh, stay here uh, for a year or so. Uh, now, how many seasons are there in a year? Now, in Western culture, we know that uh, there are four basic seasons but back in India there are just uh, three seasons Gimhana, Vassana and Hemanta. So he thought of staying all seasons in Savatthi and after doing business uh, he wanted to go back home to see his wife and his children. So this is what this was his plan. Now while he was thinking this. The Buddha was on his way. Uh, he was on his arms round with uh, uh, with Bhante Ananda. So, uh, accompanied by him, the Buddha was on his arms round. Now, the Buddha saw what this man thought, and he smiled. So. Bhante Ananda was traveling behind the Buddha. Now, when Buddha smile, what happens is that there is a beautiful white color uh, radiant that appears from his mouth uh, and uh, travels around uh, his head and it, it just disappears. So, uh, Arhant Ananda saw this and thought, I, I should go and ask the Buddha why he smiled, Bhantiananda thought. Then what he did was that he went in front of the Buddha, venerated, and he asked the Buddha, Dear Lord Buddha, why did you smile? Then the Buddha replied saying, Do you know, can you see that person over there, that businessman? Then Bhantiananda said, Yes, I can see Bhante. Now, he, he's thinking of staying here uh, for all seasons 
uh, he's thinking to spend the entire year at here in this city of Savatthi. But do you know Ananda? Uh, he's an unfortunate person. Yeah, there's only seven more days, just one week for him to live in this uh, human world, the Buddha said. So Bhante Ananda asked the Buddha, Bhante, is it, is it okay if I go and tell him this? So he asked the Buddha's permission. Then the Buddha said, if you think that he would listen to you, then it is okay. You can go and speak to him. Tell him that I told you, told you so. So what happened was that now the Arahant Ananda, Bhante Ananda, went to that man and he uh, spoke to this business person. Then he asked that business person who he was and they exchanged greetings. After exchanging greetings, uh, Bhante Ananda asked the business person, uh, uh, do you know that uh, recluse over there, uh, friend? Then the business person said, oh, I know him. Uh, he's the Buddha. So see, now, he knows who the Buddha is, but he hasn't heard uh, the Dhamma. So Bhante Ananda told that business person, the Buddha said uh, something about you. He said that you don't have enough time to live in this uh, human world and you have only seven more days to live, he said. Then that business person said, is that so? Did he say so? Do you mean to say I don't have enough time to live in this earth? I, Bhante, are you saying that I'm going to die after seven days, a week's time? Then Bhante Ananda said, yes, you're going to die, so please do become heedful, uh, Bhante Ananda said. So this business person replied, uh, saying, uh, Bhante, if I don't have time to live, I think I should be heedful. And can you please ask the Buddha uh, if it is okay, If he, uh, can you please ask his permission to grant me a week, grant me a week to give almsgiving uh, for the Buddha and the Sangha. Then both of them went in front of the Buddha and asked his permission, asked the Buddha's permission. The Buddha, in silence, accepted the request. For seven long days, uh, this businessman uh, gave dana, or he practiced generosity. He uh, gave food and um, drinks to the Buddha and and the Mahasangha. So he collected a huge amount of merit doing that uh, act of uh, merit. Then on the seventh day, he had a severe headache and he died. In this story, it doesn't state the reason for his death. Maybe it was because of a past bad karma. Anyway, the, the monks became so surprised about this incident and they uh, went to the Buddha and asked where, uh, where he was born. Now, the Buddha replied, he said a stanza, a verse. Now, here is, here is the verse. He said, Ida vasam vasisami idahe mantagimhisu 
iti balu vichinteti antarayan nabujati. That means the person who is not wise, he thinks that he has time to live. He thinks that he I'm going to stay uh, in this season, the next season and the season after. But he doesn't see the danger in front of him. So that's the meaning of that verse. Now, all of us, we have a danger in front of us, that is death. Some day or the other, sometime in future, we will have to die. When we die, we will have to leave our parents, loved ones, all the people we know, all the things, physical objects, even everything, will be. we will be separated from everything. So, it is high time that we became kind to others. We should uh, help others because we never know that when the time comes, we will have to leave this earth or this human world. So whenever uh, you see a person in need, uh, you should go and help him. When it comes to parents, you should uh, take care uh, of your parents you have to look after them very well. And uh, if you have brothers and sisters, you should be kind to them. And you should help them out in their needs. So these are acts of merit that we can practice before we die, before we leave this earth. Now the Buddha said, uh, it is so rare to be born as a human being. So... We never know. Maybe this is of. Maybe we are having this chance here in this human world for the first time in life, in our you know this uh, long journey of samsara. So we never know. We might not uh, see uh, our parents again. We uh, in our next life. So we might not see uh, our brothers and sisters again. So this is the time when they are present in front of us. This is the time we should uh, help them out, be kind towards them. So, and it helps us to be heedful in terms of practicing Dhamma, because if we have, let's say, if we, for every one of us, there's just one week uh, remaining to live, then this is the time that we should uh, practice virtue. This is the time we should practice generosity. Now it's a time to practice meditation because we don't have that much of time to live in this face of earth. So I hope you would remember this Dhamma point, recollecting the death um, and thinking that in future that we would die. It helps us to be heedful and practice Dhamma. So by the merit that we have gained today by listening to this Dhamma, we wish you would attain the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautam Buddha's dispensation. Sanu, Sanu, Sanu. Maranasati verses Mindfulness of Death. Turn to page 178 in your chanting book. Now we'll chant some ancient verses that can help us think about mindfulness of death. I know that all of you are collecting powerful merit into your lives, so thinking about death doesn't need to be a frightening thing. The Supreme Buddha didn't want us to think about death so that we'd be scared. He wanted us to think about it so we could always have the energy 
to do good things with our lives and to give up doing bad things, just like the man that we learned about in the story. When we know that we're going to die one day, we'll make good decisions about how to spend our time. Now let's chant together. Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Namo tasse bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasse Pavat deepa tulyaya sayu santatiakayan parupa maya sampasan bhavaye maranasatin. Life passes towards its end like the flame of a lamp goes out by the wind. Seeing how others die, applying it to one's own life, one should develop mindfulness of death. Mahasampatti sampatta yata satta mataide tata aham marisami. Maranang Mamahesati Just as beings that once enjoyed Great prosperity are now dead Even so one day I too will die Death will indeed come to me Uppatiya Sahevedang Maranang agatang sada, maranattaya okasang, vadhakoviya esati. Death has followed each and every birth, therefore, like an executioner, death always seeks an opportunity. To destroy my life. Isa kang aniwatang tang, satatang gamanusukang, jivitang udayatang, suryo viadhavati. Life without stopping a moment, ever keep on moving. Runs on towards death like the sun that travels to set without stopping after it rises. Vijububula usava jalaraji parikhayang ghatakovariputasa sabbatapi avariyo. This life comes to an end like a streak of lightning, a bubble of water, a dewdrop on a leaf, or a line drawn on water like an enemy. 
death chases after one constantly. Death can never be avoided by any means. Svyasathama punyiddi buddhi buddhi jinadvayang ghate simaranang khippang khatumadisake kata if death could come in an instant, even to supreme Buddhas, Pacheka Buddhas and Arahants, endowed with great glory, provost merit, supernormal powers and wisdom, what could be said of me? Pachayanancha vekalya bahirajhattu paddhava maramorang nimesapi maramano anukhananti Due to the change of supporting factors, constant injuries arising internally and externally, the life heads towards death, changing every instant. Death will come one in the twinkling of an eye. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. It was great to spend time with you today. We hope that you learned something new. And we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. You know, when we get together with our Kalyanamittas like this, we get to think about really important things. And sometimes we have questions about the things that we learn, especially when we talk about death. We might feel a little scared. So if you ever have any questions, you shouldn't feel shy to ask your parents or ask the monks. So how are you going to make plans to collect good karma while you're alive? Maybe, like the man in the story, you'll offer dana to the monks. Or maybe you'll work extra hard to keep the precepts. Maybe you'll collect really powerful merit by practicing meditation and reading suttas taught by the Supreme Buddha. When you make plans like this, you know that you're going to do really great things with your precious human life. So, now let's share merits. When we do wholesome actions like we've done here together today, we like for others to have a happy mind thinking about these things. So, remembering all the good actions that we've done by body, speech, and mind, may all heavenly beings rejoice in this merit, may our teacher Lokasanya Hunksa rejoice in this merit, may our parents, our relatives, our friends all have happy minds when they think about the good things that we've done. Through the power of this merit and through the power of this rejoicing, May they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.